<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Y'all know why. <laughs> Cheers. 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 <laughs> oh, eye contact. Everybody make eye contact. Oh. Boom, boom, boom. Is that what we do? Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Learned on season one in certain cultures. When you don't make eye, you do a toast and you don't make eye contact, that's like bad sex for the next five years or something like that. Oh. So I'll be like, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> let, me go, let me go get my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> that lady was trying to give him some sleep. Man, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, we did this Mother's Day episode for a reason. All right, I'm going to stop. <laughs> is your host mr d713 with everything culture it is my pleasure tonight to introduce several of our guests several of our mothers such special yes. people that we have and not only in our life but in this world in general so i would like to go from tiffany hello uh, what am I supposed to say i'm new to this I ain't oh, i'm gonna bring you i'm gonna just go around okay. tiffany we got marissa Look at that, okay. And Hello. y'all know and y'all know Shan. What's up? Okay, okay. Now, y'all better check out their makings of you. Now you you can go and check out Shan's right now, but if you haven't heard Tiffany's or Marissa, give us a little bit. We're gonna have it with y'all in a moment. But yeah, this is a very special episode to me. Um, you know, happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone, by the way. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about Mother's Day and what it's like being a mother here in 2021, okay? The year the Lord made. And mm. it's so unique. And once again, thank y'all so much for coming on. So I'm going to ask y'all a few questions and we just have a discussion here. I just want to know, like, so just give us a rundown yourself. Your, if you don't feel comfortable with your age, I'm still old school like that. <laughs> just say, hey, you know, what, what decade you're from? Um, how old are your kiddo, and how many kids you have, and boy or girl? 
And where you from, by the way, too. So starting back with, well, let's start with Shan. She know how to do this. Go okay. Yeah, What's up, up, everybody? I'm Shan <laughs> from uh, Cozy Moon Podcast, which is a parenting podcast. How we survive our children. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets a podcast, which is everything that's not um, children like, but things that might include how you make children. And um, <laughs> I am from Philly. Both of my parents are Jamaican. And I have two kids, um, two humans, uh, faithfully in a healthy way came out of this vagina that I got and she's intact, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, two girls, I don't know what I did to the Lord, but just, you know, (laughs) wanted to give me that. And that is why I refuse to have any more children because we won't have a third. Um, I have a four-year-old, her birthday just passed in April and, um, a seven-year-old and they're very inquisitive they're very sensitive girls they're beautiful girls they're smart um it's me times 10 everything annoying and frustrating that I did to my mom Ta-da! so most of the times I just looked at look at them when they um keep me on my toes because I can't say anything because I feel like a hypocrite Mm. But um, yeah, mm. two kids, no more. I welcome all men who are fathers who also no longer want kids because then we could be buddies, you know what I'm saying? We can have a future. But if you do want kids, do not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm 33. I'm not afraid to say my age, even though people look at me with my children and they think I'm the babysitter. Those are mine. Mm. I'm 33. Yeah. Talk your age. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see. I see the eyes of Marissa. What you got for us, Marissa? <laughs> okay. Uh, hello. So I, I'll be thirty-three on actually next Wednesday in a week. My Ooh, birthday is on the twelfth. You Yay. a Taurus? Yes. Happy early birthday. Thank you. Um, I'm a brand new mother. My daughter was born September seventeenth, twenty twenty. So mm. I had her smack dab in the middle of COVID. So that Quarantine. was an experience. Quarantine baby. Oh, yes. See, I, people think that I got pregnant right before. Okay. I got mm. pregnant in February. And then quarantine happened in March. So technically, mm. you know. <laughs> okay. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, my daughter's name is Olivia. She is seven months. And... Um, She's just awesome. She's growing. She was born 10 weeks early and she was only two pounds. And so now she's almost 13 pounds. So we have made some significant strides in these last seven months. So I am, yes, we're we're feeding her food now. So we're excited. So yeah, we do want more, but we'll see. Because like I said, I'm 33 and being a mom and a working mom is something. Boy. (laughs) Okay. Let's go, Tiff. All right. Well, I am Tiffany. I am 33. I'm from Tyler. I went to high school with Brandon. Um, Yay. I have an eight-year-old daughter. I can totally relate to you with the what I did to God to make him <laughs> do me like he do me sometimes. Boy. <laughs> But I love her to death. I wouldn't trade her for the world. And she is definitely a mini-me. Everybody says that she does mm. everything that I used to do or still do. I don't always see it, but that's what people say. <laughs> um, 
I don't think I think I'm one and done. For one, I don't have no man to have no baby with right now. So mm. hopefully unless <laughs> I get a man in the mix. Two years. You got a time on have kids. So but other yeah. than that, I think I'm one and done. Mm. I feel that way some days. Uh, you say you just <laughs> right. Marissa, okay, I, I would say after I had my first one, I was like, never again. What? I, I came in the I came in the hospital and I was like, why that lady sound like she in Jurassic Park? She, she didn't take it easy. And then it was my turn. I was like, never again. You thought never again. And voila, we have a second. So you know, you just you know simmer down. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but. Mm. What was your feeling when you found out your first time you were pregnant? What was the sensation, the emotion? Okay. When I I found out, I was going, so I was on birth control. Mm. That's one. But two, I went for my annual appointment and I was asking about getting on the IUD. And I took my mom with me for whatever reason, because I was, I was in nursing school in Tyler, but I kept my, um, my same like OBGN that I had in Arlington when I was living here. We drove up here and I went to my appointment and I was like, yeah, hey man, I think I just want to get the IUD because, you know, I'm in school. I don't want to have no more kids right now. That helper told me. <laughs> she was like, um, I don't think you'll be getting the IUD. You're like seven weeks pregnant. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Like, I just took my newborn guy like yesterday. So oh, you wasn't even on the like, you, you wasn't even on the pill. No, I was on the Nuvering that's supposed to be better than the pill. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. You, you got a one percent on you. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was distraught and my mom was all excited and I was highly I'll say for me, it was like immense excitement. So I'm from, I didn't say it earlier. I'm from, I'm in Houston, Houston, Texas. So um, when I found out we were ecstatic because I was working abroad in Dubai and me and her father reconnected when I was over there and we were like just madly in love. So I left Dubai and moved back to Texas to be with him. And then within like a split second of me being here, I was pregnant. So when I found out I'd only been back home four weeks. And so it was literally like that. And we were just like, over the moon like because we were just we wanted to start a family we didn't know what happened that quick but we were really excited wasted no time Dang. no okay. <laughs> oh, geez. Jeez. okay so um okay so Anya uh my first child I uh okay so it was a series of things um for me I feel like every time I lose one of my favorite men um, through death comes a child. And so the the first person I lost when I had Anya was my grandfather. And the way that I grieved it was just, and I was going through a breakup right before I lost them. And so the way that I grieved it, I was just like, you know, just emotionless. And I just wanted to give someone like the illusion of just happiness or just comfort. And I was like, I didn't know that that was going to be that quick. Mm. And then my mom, she has always been like really sick, like all my life. 
and you know it fluctuates you know how she feels and stuff yeah. But the winner is just like the worst for her. So I'm just like, I'm I'm the last one out of like four boys for her. And um, all of my brothers have kids. Some of them have multiples. And I was just like, I don't want um, my kids never to experience like her as a grandma because she's always like go to. So I feel like I I didn't purposely say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I did not prevent anything from being a possibility of creating a life mm-hmm. with that space of that possibility happening. So I can at least have one kid that can experience my mom. So I always yeah. tell people I had Anya for my mom. So Anya is my mom's baby, mm. not personally mine. So um, when I did pee on that stick, I knew I had to be pregnant because my my nipples were like barely brushing against things and very sensitive. And I was like, okay. And then my cousin was like, your boobs are huge. And I'm just like, girl, shut up. They've always been like this. She's like, no, they're bigger. I was like, all right, I'll just pee on the stick. And when I peed on the stick, two things came to mind. Don't judge me. One, I was like, oh, my taxes is about to be lit. <laughs> One. I know, right? Two <laughs> was. Oh, now I got somebody to bring me my shit instead of me getting up. (laughs) It was like, there was no like, oh my God, there was no like, "Eh, I have a baby. It's just like, okay, this is it. All right. So now I know all the steps to take. It wasn't like that um, emotion that you get. And then with Ari, I've known Ari's dad for like 15 plus years Um, since I was 18 Um, in college up until like now and the way that we've always been has always been on like some friendship stuff some we tried the relationship it doesn't work some you know we just have this connection here and realistically the way that we've been over decades we could have had 13 children but it never happened and I feel like God just got fed up and was like oh okay so y'all still on your shit oh, okay and then boom Ari popped up and when I I had to text him because his truck was messed up I was like um when you say truck is he a truck driver no like his okay. his okay. truck that his he drives like it wasn't working he's like I have to turn around I can't come I was like shit because I didn't want to text him that I was like um so remember last week when I was crying over that commercial and I was getting headaches yeah, he was like, yeah. I was like, um. So I took this and I sent him like a picture of the pea stick. And I saw the three dots moving. Stop. The three dots moving. Stop. He was like, no. No, I can't. We cannot. I was like, remember I told you when I was 18, if this ever happened, I'm not. I'm not like your child's mother that you had before. I don't get rid of babies like that. That's not what I do. Remember at 21 when I told you, if this ever happened, that's not what I do. So here we are. And it took him, I want to say, six months into my pregnancy to really take in the fact that, oh, yeah, you're doing this again. Like, because he has a he has a 16-year-old. So he's actually doing this again. And he's 41. 
So um, now they like best buddies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, yes, that's how I had two girls. And that's what my feelings were. And Arya has always been a terrorist. The first year, it was straight postpartum for me with her. Mm. I did not like her as a baby. I felt like I was obligated to take care of her, not because mm-hmm. I wanted to, because she was always fussy. Mm. She was always, to me, miserable. And then to have a baby that's really easy first and then have one that's not second, it's a complete mindfuck. So mm. that's how it was for me. And I think because I had a miserable pregnancy with her, she got that energy and she came yeah. out miserable. Um, and I only had a miserable pregnancy because one, again, I lost my favorite uncle um, to stage four brain cancer. And he was just mm. like, he's, he was closer to me than my dad was. And I couldn't grieve him while I was pregnant because the stress will mess with the baby. So um, it was just a lot. So, uh, yes. Yeah. So that's how those two came. And um, my emotions as a mother were not, you know, typical, but we here and we we cool now. You know, they the homies. I let them stay in my house. But, I was about you know. to say. The brown face friends. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. She's so cute. Like, she's, she's she so sweet. She's cute, but she's a terrorist. You know what I'm saying? She, she's on she, the FBI she, watch list. Now, now I, I'm I'm still getting to know um, Olivia a little bit more. Yeah, I look forward to me, and it's so unique. Where I like my homegirl, she takes me right now. See it that once again, I believe y'all are excellent mothers. That's why I like hit y'all up. Thank you. Know? you. And, oh, thank you. And because I once again, it, it's so unique. Where I was going at that living and watching through social media. You know, mm-hmm. and we're in a new age and I'm like legit seeing these kids grow up like through video, um, through the, the talks, the, the conversation, like even um, Tiffany through Snapchat and Facebook. It feels like I never look her. don't know who I am, but I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> go ahead. When she, and like when um, from the dances, the birthday parties and. I'm already thinking, like, man, I need to put something to her scholarship. Don't even know who she, you know what I mean? Come on, we already got that, honey. Right. We already got that set up. I'll let you, let you know the Elba Jones information. Hey, once again, <laughs> once again, I do it for my family, I do it for others. And same thing with my homegirl said, it's like seeing these kids grow up, it's a beautiful thing. Same thing I'm seeing Shans and yeah. like, and trust me. I, y'all, once y'all go back and listen to the makings of Shan. Better yet, y'all go listen to Cozy Womb Podcast. Yes, okay. everything she's saying, she ain't lying. Okay, she a little Legit. bit thold, but once again, then y- y'all from Texas, y'all know what thold means. But everybody else, y'all go look it up. Talk to somebody from Texas. But um, it's so unique with this new age that we're living in, and I'm just thinking like with kids and right now. Do y'all kids have a social media yet? I know, Marissa, you're new. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> My baby has a TikTok, but I done locked it down, so she keep asking me. She keep asking me what's wrong with it. But <laughs> I had to look back because she back there. She, been, she in the living room. She keep asking me, like, Mama can't fix my TikTok, but she don't know that. You can't do men on TikTok. Yeah. Um, when I tell you, I'm going to spit all this drink out. Listen. I'm like, this is too expensive for me to do that. 
But it's just that you legit with that look back, like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. Why you think I'm in front of the fireplace? Ain't nobody back there. Okay. Um, and I can see everything. I uh Anya loves TikTok. And I I had it and I took it completely off my phone. She does not have a phone. She has an iPad, but her iPad is on parental control and she hates it. Ari, which is a four-year-old, her dad got her iPad and took all the parental controls off. So she downloads whatever she wants. Um, she doesn't know about TikTok yet. Um, I don't even know if it could be on iPad, but I know the iPad, the devices are very addicting. I am hip to uh, abbreviations, emojis, um, pedophiles, um, Roblox, and how they chat within the chat. I already had a talk with um, Anya about you never tell them your address. You never tell yep. them your real name. You yeah. never tell them my phone number. You don't tell them um, your favorite park. You don't tell them none of that. Because no. even though as a the parent you'll target. block something, it's always something within Somewhere the game, within something, so them so they can talk. So I'm like anti um, them being on devices and social media by themselves. If I, if Anya sees Instagram, I'm just like. Anya, this video right here is too funny, girl. Look at this on my phone. But you don't get a phone. And she's constant. Ever since she's been four, she's been asking me for a phone. And it's a no for me. Well, I can say my baby has a phone. And one of the only reasons why I got her a phone is so that way I can keep in contact with her or talk to her when she's with her dad. And I don't have to worry about all of the extra stuff. Okay. But her phone is like I can she I have all the numbers that she can call. Nobody other than the numbers that I put on there can call her. Mm. Okay. Oh, I thought she was talking to me. <laughs> uh, Man, Tiffany, paranoid. <laughs> this is almost like a horror movie. My daughter is a mess, and I don't want y'all to get the real, real parent in night. So, no, I, I'm I, I've it. seen it. I've heard it. I be. Oh my gosh, I've heard it. Ooh, it can be it can be something. So we're going to keep everything copacetic over here tonight. Yeah. But yeah, I, I locked her stuff down, but I do give her a little bit of freedom. Um, mm-hmm. And then her getting the phone caused me to get an iPhone, which I'm an Android lover. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah. We didn't try to help her out many times. I have an iPhone now. <laughs> Oh, look at All right. You sure is. Yeah. Then I, because you're on Clubhouse now. I remember this. Yeah, my message is blue and stuff. What? It feels yeah. good, right? right. <laughs> I can't. So, Marissa, what age do you think you're going to, you know, welcome your kiddo on? To, look, not Olivia to social media or to a phone for you to hold on. Oh, so me and her dad talked about it. And, like, for us... I think we want to wait as long as possible. Honestly, for me growing up, and again, I know it was different, but my parents said, you can't have this stuff until you can pay for it yourself. Yeah. And so that's when I got a phone when I was like 16, 17. Like everybody me had too. been phones since 14. But mm-hmm. I was like sitting over there, can I use your phone to call my mama to pick me up? Because they wouldn't give me a phone. And then back then, you know, this is 2003, four. You had to buy minutes. Like, mm-hmm. there was no plan. So, hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> exactly. The, the reason why I got my first job is to get a cell phone. Working at Texas. Yes. To get a phone. <laughs> Call me after nine. Since. 
<laughs> exactly. I'm free on weekends. That's the night. Like, you wasted my minutes right now. I can't talk to you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, for the Olivia. Text message just 10 cents. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you going to text me. It better be something real important. Be important. Don't text me no okay. <laughs> but right. uh, with Olivia, we want to wait till she's honestly in high school. And again, I know it's like, for me, I work in education. So, I know there's different, like, pitfalls. And I see it happening on the mm-hmm. campuses where kids are like, being like you think bullying is bad on the campus mm-hmm. yeah, online oh mm. my god these kids are ruthless mm-hmm. and so that's one thing i think about going forward it's just like i don't want her to even have to even deal with that bs and so we yeah. want to hold off as long as possible like no you got to work for it so when you turn yeah. 16 i think chick-fil-a yeah. hired 15 you want to work there then you can get a phone yeah. Yeah. yeah but if but it just depends though you know because we're both working parents so that may change when we get older. We may need to contact her. So I don't know. And before I go on to the next point, I gotta say, I love the name Olivia. I do too. If y'all listen, to, eyes, right? If you listen yeah. to the makings of you, y'all know the makings of Mister D Seven One Three. You don't know why. What's my favorite movie, Shan? Uh, is it a color purple? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And you know, her daughter name was Olivia. Olivia. She's like, Olivia. Olivia. <laughs> so you said that earlier. I like feelings. Okay, feelings. But what y'all talking about? Okay, we're in a new day. We're in a new age. You know, mm-hmm. y'all got new monies. Okay, things a little different. So one thing I'm gonna add. If I know I haven't had the makings of. um Marissa, the makings of Tiffany yet, but compared to your childhood, what do you, what are you, or are you intend you think you're gonna provide to your kids that you were not able to receive as a child? Mm. Blunt well, honesty. Well, oh, chance said honesty. Blunt honesty. Mm-hmm. Blunt honesty. Mm-hmm. How blunt, Shan? Like blunt what did he do that that bothered you well he put his wing on me okay let's go see about him come on (laughs) like honesty like (laughs) there's no sugar coating and nothing around Mm -hmm. here you know how like and i'll even have like some of my friends say um i don't think that's something you should be discussing with a child no these new children are forward you children are advanced i have to say it like this i have to be this blunt and then she understands that this is a place where your real emotions are welcome i'm not going to shame you for what you say and how you feel but i will correct you on how you say it next time Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm doing love it yeah parent like you shan yes (laughs) I do. And I allow her to express herself. Some people are like, why are you explain so much? And I think in right. my household, it was like, and I, I mean, I feel like my, my parents did the best that they could. Um, and my childhood wasn't bad, but I feel like growing up, like we didn't get to express ourselves. It was like, do what the hell I said, go on over there and sit down. I want to hear what you got to say. Yeah. And I try not to be that way, my daughter. Sometimes I'm I about to say, I've heard you say that <laughs> numerous times just through social media. So I'm like, if I hear you say it on social media, like, I'm like, what? Let those but I do let her be able to be like, mommy, you made me like 
I don't like that this happened and mm-hmm. I felt this way. Now I do allow her to say how she made how whatever it was I did make her feel, but mm-hmm. it ain't gonna change probably whatever happened. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I do allow her to be like, hey, this is how I felt about that. And then we go from there. Okay. Okay. And I kind of feel the same way, ladies, because growing up in like a southern black household, it was just like like you said, do what I say, sit your behind down, don't say nothing else. And even living just being an open forum, like I know one thing, and my parents, like you said, they did the best they could, and they were amazing parents. They had an amazing childhood. But looking her back on awesome that, awesome too. I love her parents. <laughs> Thank mm. you. I love them. But um, in the same breath, and again, they were so young. They got married at 16 and 17. They raised us super young, and they still married and still madly in love. And I love them to life. Nice. But in the same regard, they it was not an open forum. Like you could not just mm. openly express yourself. It was not something if you had a question, they weren't going to answer it. And that's one thing I really want to do with my daughter is let her know that it's a safe place. Kind of like what you ladies were saying, like, you can come to me because I couldn't go to my parents. Even sometimes when I had questions, I go to them. It'd be like, no, especially when it came to getting older and you thinking about, I'm just going to be real with y'all, thinking about you going into sex and you going into drugs or anything like that. It was just like, just read the Bible. Okay. <laughs> but I need some real life advisement. That's not going to yeah. help me right now. The Lord is beautiful. The Lord is to praise the Lord, but how can he help me in this situation? Mm-hmm. And so I definitely want my daughter to have an open form where it's like, hey, mom, I'm having these feelings. I'm having these thoughts. Or even if it's stuff like depression, because I've dealt with that myself and anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. I want her to be able to come to me and say, hey, I'm dealing with this. Can you? And I want to ask her, do you want me? Do you want to vent? Do you want advisement? Or how can I help you? How can I support you? And so that's mm-hmm. what I really wanted to provide to her because it's something that I was lacking in my childhood. Mm. Yes. I love that. I love that. We all see. I'm thinking, you know, just it, I'm glad y'all went there. Cause I was hoping it would go not just materialistic things, but I always look at like with my mother. OK, she was like y'all before when it before it was popular. You know, mm-hmm. I, I say it all the time. My mother gave me the birds and bees talk like when I was five, five years old. Legit. When I was in first grade, I knew about penis, vagina the whole nine you know mm-hmm. um and i usually now you know she she got she ain't kind of remind me of it a little bit the little throw part of it because my mom was she was throwed okay she was <laughs> she she would say some things that even as a child i would like mama you shouldn't be saying that <laughs> you know yeah you know i'm like wait a minute you know you do i have to fight people because you you getting out of pocket here but, that's uh, another thing i do i ask my kids do they do you want to fight like no i don't know because- we'll be in public and she'll be talking about somebody's clothes or something like that and laughing oh. and i will be the child i'm like wait chill out <laughs> <laughs> like, what you doing? Like, I'm like six, seven, eight. But one thing she was, she was very open with me. Yeah. I'm talking about, I, she'll pull out a cigarette and she'll say, Hey, I messed up right here. You know, I, I, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. My bad. Um, you know, I'll try to fix it. Woo, woo, woo. Um, and I, once again, I, I see the struggles. I, I was raised, you know, I know, Marissa, you have your significant other and Shan and Tiffany, y'all have y'all's, um, you know, their fathers, y'all have relationships with them, okay? Mm-hmm. And That's what you want to but being a mother doing on solo dolo to us, and I ain't gonna say, yeah. you know, y'all do, y'all the main ones in it, let's say that. Yeah. 
it's I, I tip my hat to you, you know, because I know I can see, you know, I look back and I see how difficult it was and trying to deal with the relationship with my father from a distance, mm-hmm. from a distance, but trying to be there to support me as well. So um, I, I know Shane, once again, she's that little direct um, person and I want to hear her perspective, but I know with my mom, I used to say all the time, I, at a certain age, I would kind of take it out on my mom sometime when I didn't have the best relationship with my father. Okay. And it wasn't her fault at all. Sometimes, sometimes she, she, when I was younger, she would talk a lot of noise and she was big on, you look just like your daddy. And unfortunately mm-hmm. I do look just like my daddy, but, um, mm-hmm. she would, she, you know, but after a while she would sit back and I recognize like when he'll miss a pickup or he'll, he'll disappoint me or something of that nature. And instead of saying, I told you so, she just have to like, how can I fix this situation? You know? So how do y'all deal with that in 2021? Has it changed or do y'all have any ways to do so? What advice do you have for other <laughs> mothers? Go ahead, Shay. Um, okay, so the most inconsistent dad and my um and my tripod, because there's three three parents over here. Um, is Anya's dad and that's the youngest, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's one because he's scared of growing up. Two, he's scared of responsibility. He has three kids. And uh, three, I feel like there's pieces of him that he's not trying to see or um, or uh, recognize that needs work because it's a work that he's avoiding. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in how he talks to wow. Anya. It's very like surface conversation, kind of like if I took Anya to the store and she was talking to a complete adult stranger, it would be that talk. And I'm just like, this is your kid. Like ask her like questions about her. You know, you miss like months, like ask her like what's been going on. It's very surfacey. And I I it's to a point now where I can't hide the fact that she's seven, she has a brain, she she's doing like third grade math, she knows what a dad is from seeing Ari's dad be more involved and engaged. She knows what you're not doing. I never have to point out to her that your dad's not this. Your dad doesn't do this. Your dad's lacking here. She sees it. I never have to talk down to her about her dad. She sees it. And I could tell when like she's excited, but she's not comfortable sharing that emotion with him because she she doesn't want to depend on it like this is going to be consistent Mm, and that sucks to see because I cannot be her dad I cannot um go in his body and be like this is what you do he has to do it on his own eventually I feel like he'll get there but for me it kind of sucks that he's missing all these great things about her now and I can never do anything to show him what he's missed you just have to be there and um I feel like he's gonna regret it when he gets older and um she will be able to be vocal about that later but it just sucks because she gets to see like hands-on 
a dad doing it right, which is Arya's dad and a dad that's consistent. And when he says he's going to do something, he comes through. And even though Anya is not his, he comes through with something for both of them. Even though he doesn't have to, he'll come through with a gift for Ari that both of them can use. And it's just that mindset that I wish he had. And sometimes it it's to a point where I get frustrated because I'm making a space for you, for you to come in my home for three maximum days, because I can't do four, for you to be around her. And instead of you being like engulfed in her space, you're in one room and she's in another, but you've missed like six months of her. You miss like four months of her. She probably sees you three times a year. You're inconsistent. And I'm to a point where I learn to take myself out of it, but give the space. And sometimes it's really hard for me to watch. I don't, um, I don't, uh, believe like, okay. Um, Oh, I'm gonna come see her on Monday. I'll, I'll call you about my fight. Monday was last week. He didn't come. He didn't say nothing. He texted me today. It was nothing about Anya. It was a what you doing? And I'm just like, a lot of times that used to bother me. Now it doesn't bother me. But I just feel like once he's gonna notice what he should have did, it's gonna be too late. But it just sucks as a mom to see that and then see a completely difference over here with your other kid. But it's just, you know, what is this? It's real life. But I talk to her about it. And I yeah. tell her, like, if this bothers you about him, you need to tell him that. I can't mm-hmm. tell him that for you. I can't be the bad guy for your emotions. You're going to have to tell him. And they're scared to talk to each other. And I can't mm-hmm. be that. So I was just about to yeah. say, that's a really heavy weight right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a very, very mature approach that you have to it. I will say that. Mm-hmm. It took I, time because I'm the over first here. two years. I'm over here and I'm like getting listen the first two years with her dad it was a email me we can't talk we can't text I changed my number on purpose I got five of your numbers blocked I got your family numbers blocked don't call me we couldn't be vocal it was just like all the time and then it got to a point where I'm just like you are who you are Mm -hmm. and I just yeah but yeah, it took a while. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. I, I tip my hat to you. <laughs> How about oh, yourself, Tiffany? Well, with my daughter, her dad has been gone like almost two years now. It'll be two years mm-hmm. in August. Um, the first year or the first few months, it was, I guess she thought her daddy was going to come back. Um, and that's probably because. You know, he was always there and, you know, she wasn't used to her dad not being there. And then mm. she he even told her that he was coming back, which I knew when I put his ass out, he was going to come back. But I ended up actually putting her in play therapy. Mm. So mm-hmm. she just went to, because therapy helps me with a lot of areas of my life. Um, So maybe like, hmm, we probably been going to play therapy now for about four four months and um it was to the point where um she was just so angry and like your daughter she didn't want to talk to him she was afraid she didn't want daddy to be mad at her and she's a daddy's girl so she loves her daddy and I'm I'm like I'm not gonna talk bad about him because eventually she'll see 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to be the one to poison her. And she's like, well, mama, you talked about daddy and that wasn't how daddy was. So I'm just like, I'll let her be, you know, she'll see who he is for herself. And her dad isn't terrible, um, but he ain't terrible, but he ain't the greatest either to me. Because <laughs> I don't want a man bash right now. But right. I put her in play therapy and um, it helped tremendously. Um I can honestly say it helps. Um, I try not to sit in on the sessions because I don't want her to tell her therapist things that she thinks that I want to hear. So I allow that to be her time with her her therapist to get her um, things out on the table, her to be able to express her emotions, her to be able to work through those things. Um, And I think, you know, looking back at my childhood, if, that would have been offered to me. I think that things would have been better for me. Like I wouldn't have had to seek all this therapy when I'm 30 years old. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'll try this, see if it helps. It it helped us. Um, It even helped our relationship because I was to the point where I was like, girl, I'm about sick of you. You're about to either go to the fire station or you're about to go to the fire station. Yeah. Relax. (laughs) Wow. Relax. Um, and I love that you just um express therapy how important it is. Mm-hmm. Shane know this, but on everything culture, we support three things heavily: that's Jesus, therapy, and edibles. But you know, um, Marissa. So, with your significant other, your the child's father being here. How beneficial is that with him being there right now, especially during these early stages? I'll be honest. It was it has been absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, from where I came from to where I am now, it's just been nothing but short of a blessing. Um, he has just been the absolute best. I mean, when I went into labor 10 weeks early, of course, it was terrifying with your first child and you're 30 weeks pregnant and your water breaks. And they're like, your baby is two pounds and she's coming today. And it's like, she's not ready. Mm-hmm. Like, we got two and a half months left. Like, and so you then you automatically know my baby's not coming home. And so there's a whole world of emotions that goes with that mm-hmm. because you you leave the hospital. Your child does not. Mm-hmm. And I had to go visit her two times a day for five weeks. And I'll be honest with y'all. Like, I, you were saying earlier, Shan, I had some severe postpartum depression because even when she came home, it was like, I didn't even know her. Mm-hmm. And he was excited and he was so in love with her. And I was looking like, I ain't feeling nothing. Like, I'm just dead on the inside because I'm just like, I don't even know her. Like, I've been visiting her and advocating for her in the hospital. But he was my rock because, you know, with COVID and mm-hmm. I couldn't see any of my family. And that really bonded us because he was just right there by my side every step of the way. And it was just the most beautiful thing because I was just like, I had never experienced someone being so supportive and someone being so loving and kind. And it was just like, this exists in the world like I'm a, mm-hmm. a black man is this supportive and this loving and beautiful like oh my gosh like thank god I had your baby like this, right. this is amazing and so even yeah. now he works from home because it's of course of COVID or what, and whatnot and he has watched it the entire time I went back to work on November 30th and so mm-hmm. from then to now he watches her all day while I'm at work and so, you know, everyone's always like, he watches her? Like, he's with her all day? You trust him? And I was like, yeah. He's like, 
amazing. And so he was, he's with her all day. And so for me to have this experience, it has been beautiful because I know that it is something, I'll be honest, from people that I know personally, it is a rarity. I don't know anyone else who's had this experience. And I just thank God for it because I know it, um, it again, like I said, it's an oddity, but he is just so engrossed in it. He's so excited and just so supportive. And it's really been a beautiful experience. Hmm. You know what? I've been trying to implement commercial breaks into the, you know, the the episode. I'm trying to be like more like Shan, you know what I mean? So I feel like I'm about to, I'm about to go take a cry break because all y'all experiences got me in my emotions. I'm about to find me a black male therapist here in Seattle because once again, I I, I appreciate mothers like black women and being a mother is so important to me, but. Um, yo, I'm gonna take this commercial break and I'm gonna come back and tell y'all why y'all are so important as well. So we're gonna be right back. See y'all soon. What's up, good people? How y'all doing? I got a question for y'all. Have you been frosted? If not, check out Frosted by Rubes. They have an abundance of yummy flavors from strawberry, Oreo, lemon, German chocolate, vanilla ice, and the list goes on. You know what? If you're planning a party, no stress. Give Ruby a call or email and she'll help you pick a theme and have a great party for the kiddos or for the adults. So if you're looking for a good time and you're trying to get frosted, hit up Ruby at Frosted by Rubes on IG or at gmail.com or you can give them a call at 903-372-9757. Once again, Frosted by Rubes phone number 903-372-9757 get frosted welcome back everyone um we're back again and with the mother's day special we're here with tiffany marissa and shan um and before i even forget because once again y'all know i've been sipping like you know and before i forget what, how do people, if y'all want to be found, how can people find y'all? What's y'all social medias? Mine's is a, you can tell I'm a mama. <laughs> Mine's is a college mom, 87, I think. On, um, yeah, I'm a mom on Instagram. And then that's it. I'm terrible at social media. I feel like an old lady sometimes. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm trying to get out of that. I'm trying to get out of that myself. So I, I got to find it. So I just got back on social media for the first time in like years, just last week. That's how I so, found out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I had a baby. Oh, no, I told after months ago. Yeah. So mine is at Adventures with Marissa. It was previously my travel blog because I was traveling the world solo, but then mm-hmm. life changed. So now it's like my family now. You was on a different type of adventure. That's it. Exactly. Right. That is for sure. Mm, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I just have Instagram at Adventures with Marissa. Okay. Okay. Nice. Um, I'm all over the place. I got like four pages. Okay. So I'm not on Facebook, so don't look for me on there. Um, find me at at Who Is Shan. Um, at She Gets a Pod at Cozy Womb Pod on uh, Twitter, IG. And um, my email's on there if you want to contact me to do a show or anything. So I'm easily accessible. And, and she she works, once again. I would say it again. Hardest working woman in this podcast game. <laughs> what what episode you on now? Um, I think this is 768. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Be impressed. And she get the same energy. And actually, our one of the next points I was gonna touch on, I was listening to um she gets it pod. I actually screen recorded, I haven't posted it yet. Um and you were talking about cherishing memories with your kids. Yes. You 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 know you be dropping your gems, you know. So that's why I be rocking with you. She ain't say some cold stuff. Don't get me wrong. She go, <laughs> she be she could be preaching. Then she go fall all the way out that pool pit and she go say some wild. <laughs> I'm talking about you know, like, man, like wait, you was going here. How do we go right. way over here? You know, and I feel that because I'm the same way at times. You know, yeah. but. It, it's something that even what I do here, I've been bringing family on um, the makings of you and on everything culture because I like, I want to get these memories of them while I can. Mm-hmm. So as y'all have been mothers and Shan went on the once again, great job, Shan. You kill it every time. But being a mom, like what memories do you want to capture with your kids and how important is that to you? Mm. Okay, so I struggle with um, not being a nuanced mom and knowing when to be in the moment and not catch the moment. And when I say that, I don't want to be the mom that's trying to get the moment photo ready all Mm -hmm. the time. It's the photo. I don't want to be the host of the birthday party anymore. I want to be in it. So I want to be in the jumpy house that I paid $207 for for a few hours. Yep. I want um at the table when you're saying your birthday wish out loud that you're supposed to keep to yourself. I want to be um just like in the activity and not taking pictures of the activity mm-hmm. and get the photo book ready to be like, yeah, I was there. I took that. Because when I looked at Aria's birthday party, that just passed. I'm not in a picture with Ari. I'm at the table video while she's saying her birthday wish with the cake, but I'm not in any of the pictures, but there's a whole bunch of people with pictures with Ari. Um, I just recently took it upon myself to um, take pictures with my mom. I really don't have any grown up pictures with my mom when we went to the park with the girls and my one of my best friends, I took pictures with the girls on the bench. So we have that. I I went to Walgreens. I printed it out. I gave my mom a copy. I kept the copy. And it's like, it's hard for me because I don't like a lot of attention from people. It's rare that you'll see me like head to toe in a photo. I don't have a lot of those. I don't like seeing myself like, all out in the public with people. I don't know why I've always been like that. I I remember I had to be like, what, second grade, third grade? My mom, we went, she dressed me up and she dressed my brother up. And we took like this picture at this place where everybody was dressed up. And she wanted me to stand and have my brother touch my hand like this in the picture. (laughs) I was so mad. I was so mad. <laughs> I felt like, ew, you're trying to make me look like the ultimate girly, and I hate this dress. I hate the stockings. I hate the lace socks. I don't want to look cute for no picture. 
And when she printed that picture out and posted it in the house, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I just feel like my vagina's all outside. <laughs> and I still feel like whenever I'm dressed up and I look nice and people compliment me and they see me in the flesh, I feel like everybody's looking at my vagina. And I don't like it. So it's hard for me to initiate taking cute photos. <laughs> This vagina out. Huh? <laughs> so, and, and then the Lord gave me two girls. So now my vagina is really <laughs> So I have to be like take pictures with my kids and my mom is laughing at me. Tell, tell mom we said hey. Hey mama. They said hey. hi. <laughs> I would I don't know where to start back with that. Um I'm gonna ask the question again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because she ain't, I'm like, if y'all just know Shane, man, she ain't lying about everything she's saying. Y'all gotta go listen to like that's this is Shane. I've been saying it since day one. Um, but Marissa, Tiffany, what are some memories y'all want to capture with your girls or with your kids, future kids too? But with your girls for now, (laughs) Tiffany's not having it. I see. Marissa, you with them future kids. <laughs> <laughs> we are still up for discussion. We gonna see. PBA. Uh, I guess I'll say some memories that I want to uh, capture with her. It's just her always knowing that I'm there, like oh. that I'm everywhere, no matter what you do. I'm everywhere in the sense, not like in a way I don't trust her, but just in as growing up, like I'm at all her games. I'm at whatever it may be. I just want to be present and know that she's knows that I'm there. I also want to make sure we have like certain traditions because I had that growing up and I loved it. Like I knew when Christmas time came around, my mom was going to deck out the house. She was going to hang snowflakes from the ceiling with clear string because we always wanted snow and it didn't snow in Houston. So she'd mm-hmm. make it snow in our house. Oh, really? And I always knew that, yeah, she was awesome. Like all those little things, just these small memories. Mm-hmm. Always on my birthday, I get a cake and I put in my dinner order the day before. Like I want this fried chicken, fried okra, macaroni and cheese for my birthday on May 12th. And she would have it all prepared. So I want to instill those type of traditions with Olivia, where it's just like, okay, this is our tradition. It's Christmas time, or it's your birthday, or it's Friday. That's what we do on Fridays. But just stuff like that, so she knows that it keeps us connected. Those kind of memories. Mm. I love it. Mm. I love it. I love it. I think with my baby, I um like the games thing. I I always try to make her games, and she plays like soccer, soccer. basketball. She gonna run summer track this summer. I'm at every dance recital. I'm like her butler. Wasn't she um, yeah. um, um, tumbling as well? Yeah, she's done gymnastics. Like, I'm in everything. Um, so, I'm... <laughs> I don't want to say I love first. seeing that. Once again, I love seeing <laughs> when y'all put y'all kids in as much things as possible. That is... But beautiful. it wears us out. It's beautiful. We, it, we, once again... Guys like me, people like me recognize that. You know, that is so beautiful. I love that. Well, I said, go go ahead. I see y'all tired, but, but y'all still be studying and going at the thing partying the very next same this. You, you have to. You, you have to. You have to. But yeah, I just try to be at everything. Um and like you, Shan, I um I like to be in the moment and I'm terrible at getting pictures. Like I just I feel like my memories are going to last longer than 
what a picture would like. I'm not, I might not know like, hey, this was her birthday at two. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like as long as I have that memory there. Um, and then we do have like a couple traditions. Um, I ain't real good with traditions, but we do Elf on the Shelf for Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the only ways that I can get her to act right. Because she's been Ralph. <laughs> and our Elf is named Ralph. I let her name him. She think if she bad, Ralph gonna go into Santa Claus. Oh, I might be talking too loud again. <laughs> Ralph's gonna go tell Santa Claus and she ain't gonna get nothing for Christmas. And my daughter thinks that I have eyes behind my head. So mm. I kind of have her soul there. I hate to, for the day when she finds out that I really don't. But you know, <laughs> it ain't there yet. <laughs> Enjoy it while you got it. Enjoy it while you got it. See, this, and this, this now I say I went from almost 10. Though. Y'all got me in my emotions all over the place. And <laughs> I I really admire the relationships y'all, you know, even attempting to build with your kiddos, you know. Um, so I'm looking at it now. So with even with Marissa, okay, we have a brand spanking new mom. <laughs> Boom. What advice would y'all have for Marissa? What what would y'all tell her? You know, like. Right now, she's in the game. You know, y'all, y'all like midway through it. I, I can't even say midway because I just did a show about when y'all when they become I'm adults. No, no, no. <laughs> like I wish I wish I could have reached somebody that was much older. You know, because parenting don't end when they hit eighteen. That's, that's true. That yeah. <laughs> I know y'all ain't even thinking about it right now, but that was the topic that we had on the you know Sunday we meet live. So. Mm-hmm. I hope to see y'all at um, Sunday Nightcaps on Sunday, you know, for the audience. We love to have y'all there. But, you know, we were talking about that. What is like parenting an adult? But before we get that, what is like just coming as like with a newborn? What was that like? What was that feeling? I think it's just, I think parenting is trial and error just from the experiences that I've had. Um, I don't think there's no one way to parent because each, even if you have multiple children, each child is going to be different. You're going to have to parent them different. Um, and what may work for one child ain't going to work for the other. So you, it's just trial and error. They're going to fall out the bed. They're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. You just be like, okay, let mommy kiss your boo-boo. My kids has made everything better, but it's just trial and error. So, and and give yourself grace. I can't say that because I even now like I work so much. I have mommy guilt. Um, mm-hmm. So give yourself grace. If mm-hmm. I could tell you anything, give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. What will I say? There is no such thing as a perfect parent. Mm-hmm. Um, your child is going to grow up and they're going to think that you didn't do something right. That they mm-hmm. did a different way. They're going to compare and contrast you with other parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and my thing is figure out your way of parenting, not your parents' way of parenting, not your best friend's way of parenting, not your favorite aunt's way of parenting. Figure out your way of parenting what I'm going to do is I'm going to do like, you know, how your job does like three month check-in. 
let's, you know, let's have a one-on-one. I'm mm-hmm. going to do that with my girls where once Anya gets to eight, which is, you know, later this year, I'm going to sit down and be like, okay, tell me about myself as a mom. What are some things you need from me that I'm not doing? What mm-hmm. am I, what am I doing really good at? What am I not doing at all? And um, what can I do to help you? I'm going to do the same thing for her. That way, when you get to 25 years old, there won't be no, you failed me. You didn't do this. (laughs) When I did this, when you were this age, you said. I I like that. (laughs) So if you ain't tell me, I'm not a, a... magician i don't read mine and that's gonna teach your daughters that men don't read minds either mm-hmm. what you want and, and and state your boundaries and all of that and mm-hmm. i feel like that's going to prevent the i wish my mom did this i wish my dad did this and they didn't and i feel like i missed mm-hmm. out oh so, yeah mm. yeah they people, they people they individual people they are part of you but they not you mm-hmm. so which um Anya's birthday just passed, right? That's the four-year-old. No, Arya. Arya. When is Anya's birthday? The 26th, honey, of November, which is sometimes... Oh, I thought you said like three months. I was like, so three (laughs) months will probably make him right in August 5th. I like to make him a Leo. Hey, look, Uh, if my mama would have asked me, if she would have gave me that three-month evaluation or my auntie, (laughs) nigga. (laughs) (laughs) When I tell you, I would have brought out legit lists and objectives for them to complete. Oh, the, the, like I mean, like this was needed to be done. Okay, this made me feel comfortable this time in my life. But and I once again, girls, girls don't forget. So if you gonna do something, you don't do it. They keep files in the back of that brain. They say you did this, and they gonna tell everything about what you said you was going to do and you didn't do. Mm-hmm. I, just feel like, I just feel like the Lord go get me girls. I'm kind of... You'll be good, but you're going to be broke because they're going to take... I prayed off. for a girl. I didn't even know what I was praying for. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm be, you know, at this, I'll be happy with whatever, you know, healthy, happy, blessed, you know, that's whatever God blessed me with. But man, I already, I was saying the other night, like if I have a girl, I have to work on my temperament a whole lot. I would have to work on my tone. Even though I can talk softly, but I talk, I have a kind of a strong tongue. And mm-hmm. what I'm just saying, I know I'm a hurt feelings and I can't deal with, I'm, I, we can't both be emotional. That's my thing. She'll change that in you. Okay. Just avoid wild loving with your wife around, <laughs> around, um, uh Valentine's Day and you be straight because Sagittarius girls are very sensitive. Okay, so that that around that time is a bad time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because I, mean, I got pregnant in no, nah, I got pregnant in April, I think. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think my baby at Capricorn, I don't be good with the signs either. All I know is my sign. And <laughs> me too. I don't know any other anybody else's. We go we go we go get into that when we do the makings of y'all. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. And it is just so unique. And I'm I, once again, I pay attention. I pay attention for the folks. For y'all don't know, and for all our, any of our new listeners that don't know me well, uh, I was a CPS worker for two years. 
Um, served as a guardian item for three years, and I was in training, working with volunteers, trying to communicate with them about diversity, culture, substance abuse, and parenting, and how to, well, not parenting, but communicate effective parenting when children are in CPS custody, what it's like. So I have quite a bit of expertise working with the system, okay? And I've seen all type of parents, all type of mothers, you know? And I've seen some mothers that tried. I've seen some mothers that did not give a damn, okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's why I say it's so important, you know, when, you know, throwing my little feelings out here right now, you know, once again, as Shan said, and as Tiffany knows, and Marissa's understanding, there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Mm-hmm. And nope. I know my, my maja was not perfect at all times. Even when I had my aunt, she was not perfect at all times. Even though if you listen to her show, look at this. I'm sorry. Look at this. Yeah. Look at look at this. Um, you know your 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 photo is your icon when you get off of. Oh, Zoom. what is it? It's you as a you child when you was little. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, with them wranglers, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's like one of them things where. My mother did not make the best decisions at times, okay? Um, and I always, I always remember at a certain age, I, was, I had, she did, once again, like I said, kind of what Shannon did, she gave me that, like, hey, what's happening? You know, I see that you're upset. I see you talking back a lot. I'm seeing this, this, and that. And, Boy. and man, I know, and I, I was legit. Like, once again, you asked, here you go. I, yeah. like, I, I don't know if I used the straight words. Once again, I may blurt this out. I may not, but I'm like, you out here fucking up. <laughs> I was like, I know. So I could, once again, I always say as a child, it, I had, like, if anything, I wasn't mischievous. I was usually an A student, uh, respectful mm-hmm. to my teachers, um, you know, made, did my chores, you know, things of that nature. But my mouth. Oh, that's not, a college. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, it's just unfortunate that's what I had. You know, it was like, man, you and I used to say, No, you got such a small mouth. I'm like, you didn't want me to have a dumb mouth, did you? Like, which one you want? Like, (laughs) I used to be that it used to be so bad. And but I used to tell one like, because once again, we had a kind of that relationship, it wasn't the best at times. And I'm gonna circle this back to the point I'm making, but it was like, hey. I'm I, I don't know everything, but I know this is not right, you know. So my mother was um willing to, for me to give her feedback at that earlier time. Once again, um, it was a point that she was like, she once again she said she messed up, and I came to the point. Well, this is how it made me feel, and I spoke on earlier previous episodes. I spoke about it a few times where I was depressed as a child. I'm talking about. I didn't believe I was depressed until my until we were talking about in season one of Everything Culture when I was talking with G Jack when he was like, "Man, you was pretty depressed as a kid," and I was in denial. I'm like, "Man, I, I got my major in psychology. I've been working social work for ten years," and I'm like, "I wasn't depressed." Not until mm-hmm. my partner was like, "Nigga, do you remember what you was like at this age?" I'm like, mm-hmm. and it was some things that I suppressed at that age, and I like. And I'm, I'm telling you, while doing the episode, I think it was season one, maybe episode six or seven. Um, I think it was called Folk Tales. And I'm telling you, you could hear it. We didn't do video back then, but if y'all could see my face, I was just like, 
And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm because t- I was at that time, I was analyzing what I've learned in my career and in my education. And I'm like, yeah, you you wasn't eating. I'm like, you wasn't doing this. You were doing, like, you were depressed. <laughs> I was like, and, but my mother recognized it, you know, and she mm-hmm. tried and she worked and the, the issues of my father. And but that's that's the thing that even though my mother made mistakes, she made that attempt. So mm-hmm. once again, as you said, even tip, that's trial and error. Just keep going forward what you're doing as a parent, as a mother. Um, keep giving that door door open. It's it's not always gonna be rainbows and sunshine. It's gonna mm-hmm. be tears. Oh, and y'all, it's gonna be some heartbreaks too. Not only from people they you know relationships like from their family and their parents, but it's gonna be from the outside sources in the future as well. Mm-hmm. And you know y'all got to keep staying going forward going fast and continue to build yourself you know that's why i look when you you know you're getting your degrees and your education and building yourself that's going to help out in the long run I, and i just hope the best because i see it and i recognize it and i want you to know y'all are recognized and um take those pictures and one thing i can say and not to bring the mood down because i'm loving the movie we have i wish i had more pictures with my mother Mm-hmm. absolutely wish because you never know what happened you know that's one thing i really look to it's just those intimate photos they are y'all go to dillard's dillard's still open go to dillard's tomorrow just take some pictures <laughs> with your kid that's sometimes i feel um because thankfully we have so much on social media and i'm not to that point like once again i'm one of those ones i give the thumbs up i'm big on like watch out for these creepers on social media too mm-hmm. um just had my home girl she had somebody steal her and her kids photos and made a whole fake profile once again oh, wow. some weirdo stuff mm-hmm. but that oh, right on that note mm-hmm. so you know i posted a picture of my baby how can you you know i'm not good with social media how can you like change your settings to where they can't share your pictures uh you got what on what facebook on facebook you gotta go into settings and privacy. select was allowed to see your pictures and share it i think that's privacy you need to go into privacy and look yeah. under okay it will say public friends friends of friends or just you or something like that but that's to see it but what about like sharing it anybody can screenshot mm-hmm. your shit once it's on oh, the that's internet that's, that's once it's on the internet it's the internet trust me i'm in group chats dudes women to <laughs> screenshot anything and send it to true. something so and i have that have kids like one of my best friends from middle school her son every picture with her son in it on social media his head is turned the opposite direction nobody sees his face mm-hmm. so i have personal pictures of, of him over here with the girls and we take pictures but i don't share them because she wants her son to have his privacy and you know some do that and i respect it but sure yeah okay that's, that's, no no that's perfect you know it's just the conversation that's the conversation <laughs> yeah. I just, but living in this new age is something unique that we have that's something we may circle back with sunday um but so we're gonna end it here and it's getting a little late in the evening i'm i'm, I'm telling i'm enjoying y'all and shan know i have the gift of gab um <laughs> but what at this moment in your life because oh i can talk about Oh, I don't know a question. I've got okay, I'm gonna give you two more. I got two more. So <laughs> your parents. How did your parents' behavior change once you became a mother yourself? I'll be honest, did I it like change? my family. My family still can't believe it. Like they're still just like, You got a baby? And 
And I'm like, yeah, I do. So it's a real life child here. Because basically, I, we both live like, we live 40 minutes away from each other. But because of work and being a, mom, a new mom, I see mm-hmm. them maybe once a quarter. And so I was talking to my mom today and she literally just said, I still can't believe you got a baby. I just can't believe it. And I was like, she's real. We coming to see you on Saturday. Like, if you want to babysit her, you can. Because I like a break sometimes. Mm-hmm. So for my family, they're still in disbelief. Because they were like, give me everybody. Cause all my siblings have had kids for years. I was really like the last one to have a child. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. everyone's just still like, they can't believe it. Because I don't come around often. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Go, go babysit that baby. Hey, yes, hey, you know what? I, I'm not saying no. I'm I, re- I retract that statement. Y'all do what y'all want to do. Y'all grown. Y'all feel as y'all please. Um, <laughs> I ain't trying me, to get into no problems. For me, I <laughs> and my mom is here, but I feel like my mom when I had um, Anya, I feel like she felt like she could relax. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because she has five kids. I'm the last one. I'm the, I was the one without. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she was kind of like waiting on me to have so she can be a part of and then basically pass the baton and, you know, do her, you know, <laughs> her in her grandma age. Because I think what, what you got, 12 grandchildren? 14. 14. You know what I'm saying? And then Arya, you know, I think everybody already experienced her full grandma hands-on and now it's like she gets to relax um but i she just and the fact that they were girls i'm just like she, ugh, you know I, i'm just surprised how um hands-on she is and she's really good with the baby as if i wasn't in the room <laughs> All of my vagina juice is all over her. Yes, I'm gonna take care of the baby. <laughs> but yeah, I um I think I surprised my mom. I always say I don't want no kids because I don't like other people's kids because I can't whoop. Oh, oh I got my one. god, when I tell oh, you I I have to say, you have to love your kids because at a certain point, you're going to get to a point where you're like, I do not like you, but I love you, so are you here? <laughs> and, um, you know, they're just interesting um, little people, but I feel like um, hopefully I make her feel at peace to know that, okay, I'm about to leave my grandbabies with her. I think <laughs> I'm right. And, um, but hopefully, I hope she feels like that, but Girl, you done. You ain't got to worry about nothing more over here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know. <laughs> I think with my mom, um, she was more gangster with me than she is my baby. Like, my baby mm. can get away with murder. Like, she's soft as cotton with my baby. And she wasn't uh-huh. that way with me. So, she changed in that aspect. Like, my baby just they be all googly eyes over her and me it was like, nah, we ain't letting you do that. <laughs> so. um, that's, that's your job now. Mm-mm. I guess so. My mom never <laughs> whooped any of us. And I offered my mom the legacy belt today. And she was like, no, I don't do belt. <laughs> Ma'am. Like who, who, my who, child who just told her no. I'm telling you, you can't. <laughs> but she 
she she never whooped any of us, and that was my fear to have two children like me, and I needed my butt whooped at times. And my <laughs> so therefore, I do experiment with the leathers. <laughs> you, you listen to the episode with my aunties, Shan. You li- you listen to everything, culture. Yeah. And I just be I'm still at awe of my grandmother. My like my everybody that was born before 1986. About my mm-hmm. grandmother was an ass whooping connoisseur. Like I'm like, <laughs> like everybody was scared. I'm like it was like my grandmother was sweet. They're like because she loved you. She was different. Like, you got a different. She like was like from the switches to the belts to the a cake strap. I don't even know how you gonna whip my cake strap. They're like man, my sister. Is scarred. (laughs) She is like shook every time she's eating like a cake, like the Tupperware. She's Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) (laughs) my mom's mom was, and because my mom always says that her mom was mean. She's one of thirteen. She just was like completely anti. I'm not whooping nobody. That's what my aunt said. My aunt said she did not want to whoop her daughters until she had daughters. Until she was like, when I had this, she said I had whooping girls, though. She was like, I had. It's your gangster every day. Man, and, uh, and it, I saw, uh, oh my God. You know, the internet, it would try you every day. The internet is something different. Yeah. Okay. I saw, I think this is on TikTok. It was like, <laughs> when are we ready to have the conversation that black mothers hate their daughters and i like mm-hmm. what <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, who like really who hurt all y'all like this mm-hmm. i mean sometimes that is the thing i agree but damn but like, you can't generalize black. all black mothers like wow trust me and it is it's unique I, I see their perspective. I can empathize with that individual, but once again, I'm against generalization. That's why I love having different perspectives that come on the show. Um, but overall, that's something that that could be a conversation for another day. Because, yeah. you know, once again, we got people from all uh, ranges of life here. But once again, I'm going to hold y'all. But the last question I'm going to have for y'all right now What does Mother's Day mean to you? Ooh. I'm doing an episode on this, and it's very gonna be. It's gonna be very unorthodox. Okay, I'm ready for it. I'll be listening. Okay, so I'm I'm seven years in, mm. and Mother's Day have really meant like, okay, people are supposed to tell me something extra today. Okay, Mother's Day is not gonna mean nothing to me until both of my daughters got their own house, got their own cars. <laughs> Bills and I'm like, okay. So let me wake up at 7 a.m., turn my ringer on, look at it, let me get on my best, well dressed, and I'm going to stand in front of my door and I'm going to wait for someone to come pick me up because I expect (laughs) I expect to be pampered because you can afford to pamper me now. That's when Mother's Day will mean something to me. But for right now, it's going to be those cars. It's going to be on the floor when I'm cleaning. It's going to be um, flowers that I bought for me that they sent to me. Or it's going to be the weeds in my yard. And I'm going to have to act like, oh, my God, I love it. But, you know, that's it for right now. But wait till they get their money, though. <laughs> I see you. I see you. Okay. Aww. 
Marissa? I'll say for me, honestly, you never meant anything to me. Even becoming a mother now, I'm kind of just like, it's a made-up holiday. Like, so for me and my mother, it was like, I did stuff for her all throughout the year. Like we always mm-hmm. hung out. I mean, my mom or you met my mom. She we were super close, like best friends. And so, but my siblings, it means something to them. So I can't be the only kid where it's like, I'm not coming over there. Like I see her all the time. Yeah. So I'm going to visit her on Saturday to celebrate Mother's Day because it's my first one and my significant other, Nick, he's like, well, I want to celebrate you. And I'm like, I mean, you can, but it's really no big deal for me because again, Child I'm a mother every day. Just quickly, yes. it's Mother's Day. Episode. Well, shout out to Nick. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like Shane, I'm looking like it's going to mean someone Olivia can come get me. Yes. And wine and dine her mama. Because let yes. me tell you, I already know we all the bomb mama. So I'm looking like, look, I did for you. It's time for you to do for me. Mm-hmm. So come 2040, you know, Woo. 45, when she's a grown woman. Woo. I know, right? I look for her to treat her mama. Great. Yeah. Because like my mama always told me, she might be happy you had a daughter. She, I hate to say it, but boys, they get a wife and they kind of go away. So yeah, the girls, children, her her sons call me and be like, "Is a mom's birthday such and such?" I said, <laughs> every you, year, every you know, year we do this. We're going to have a Father's Day special. That could be one of the questions for the Father's Day special. Yes. That's what we're supposed to do. Well, okay, okay, go ahead. <laughs> really, it's in the Bible. <laughs> really. <laughs> what verse is that? What's oh, yeah. oh, what can I find that in? You cleave to your wife. You leave your family alone. You cleave to your wife. That's right there. I can put it. You know, that's what my lady come first. I'm like, sorry. I love oh, you. She getting, she getting the gift. She we taking care of them. She getting the forsaken Versace and all that good stuff. And but baby come first. Oh Lord. And that's what my mama said. So she's like, I know my three girls. I'm glad I had three daughters. Y'all see if I may meet your brother. He be with his little girlfriend. And I'm the same. <laughs> but that's what that's another thing that's always been said. When even with men, it's like you have a son, he gonna be living life, doing his own thing. But you have a daughter, your daughter gonna take care of you. That's true. Mm-hmm. I had to gamble who's not gonna put me in the nursing home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't get me started on that topic right there. That's lovely. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm already asking my daughter to buy me mansion, so. Okay. Hey, start early. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a um DeSoto. I drive her down. I be like, what kind of house? Which one of these houses you going to get me? <laughs> hey, I'm trying to school her early. Listen. Oh, Lord. So, Tiffany, what's your thought of Mother's Day right now in life? Um, I agree with them. Um, and I don't really expect much. I just be wanting a clean house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We see, we get what maid service we can find down there for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, it's, 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 trust okay. me, it's an investment. It's an investment. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Man, thank y'all once again. Y'all have been appreciated here by me. Mr. D713 with everything culture. I've learned a little bit. Once again, I don't have kids yet, but just he seen, but I see y'all, I watch y'all, I pay attention, I I observe and I absorb. So I, you know, keep doing what y'all doing. You know, don't once again, even Tiffany dropped a dime or communicated that, hey, give yourself grace. You know, mm-hmm. 
I think that's very important. Everybody here has said something that's very important from their point of view. And hopefully this can reach a mother or two or thousand or how we go that, hey, you know, this is the work that you're doing. It's not always going to be easy, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I promise you. So thank y'all once again. So um, if y'all like to share the way we can find y'all, how we can support you, can you let us know? Mm. Okay, so you can find me at um, Cozy Moon Pod and She Gets a Pod and www.whoisshan.com. You can donate to Red Circle, which is my host for the shows. You can get yourself some merch from Teespring, which is on whoisshan.com. All the shops is on there. And um, you can just share the show. Uh, share pe- the show so pe- other people can subscribe, leave a review. I'm about to leave that review. Google. Um, <laughs> I appreciate it all. Um, even coming on the show and talking about what you're doing as a mom or anything that you feel like needs to be talked about. I appreciate it all. So that's how you can support me. I'm not hard to find. Okay. okay. How can we support you, Tiffany? I wish I had as much to, to say as Shan. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I think that's important. I always ask. That's an important question. I mean, how can we support you? So, hey, if you figure it out, you know, we can continue to pray for you. And we continue to look out for you. Um, you say you got the scholarship fund. Let us know if we need to donate to it. <laughs> like, whatever way. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll come back to it. <laughs> and Marissa? Like I said, like, it's just prayer. Being a new working mom and having to survive on coffee right now is something. Mm-hmm. Just praying for my energy to get through today. You. Hold on. Stop. Wait. You. We need to pray for your energy. you one of the most energetic people I know in my <laughs> life. Like, legit. We could go somewhere with Marissa. She would legit do a flip just out the blue. And whatever she's wearing, too. Like, do a full... Maybe a cartwheel, then a flip, but she has the energy. Like, and mm. I, I'm not exaggerating with that as well. That is Marissa. Not. <laughs> like, the, did, did the baby pull some of the energy for you? Did Olivia take some? Oh from yes. You? Okay. Yes. Okay, when okay. you're working, waking up multiple times a night, still seven months in, and you still got to get up at five to go to work, it's something. <laughs> Lord, it, Lord, it. keep it up, keep it up. Mm. But I want to thank every, thank y'all for being here. I want to thank all of our listeners, all of our viewers. Um. Once again, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture. You can find us on anywhere you listen to a podcast. We are now on Audible. Make sure to check us out there. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. They probably put us on Amazon Music, uh, Google Play, Spotify, Apple, um, YouTube, of course. If you want to see our faces, make sure to leave a comment, leave a review, leave a right. like. But main thing, share. Tell your people about us. You know, uh, We love the support. Um, merchandise. If you're looking for something right now, make sure to hit me up. You can cash at me. Just put down your size and text me address or email or whatever. I make it happen. Website is in works right now. Um, and find us at Everything Culture on Instagram. On we just type in Everything Culture and come up on Google. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Tumblr, we're on. TikTok now. I'm trying to work with this TikTok thing. Y'all work with me on here. You know, if y'all see me doing some little dances, y'all don't judge me now. But we're here to make it happen. My baby can school you on it. 
Please do. Please do. Because I'm trying to learn it. I'm trying to learn it. Um, but I try to have fun. And as we do with every episode and the mission statement of everything culture come from the words of Dr. Martha King Jr. And those words are he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And segregation brings miscommunication. So our goal is to have a platform built off respect, communication, consistency, consistency so we can love each other. So we can get to know each other so we can love one another. So I want to say thank you all for listening once again and God bless. Peace. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.